Hi everyone, welcome to the first story time episode of the Amandaman Games podcast. These are lore finding, XP raising side missions where I talk about my specific experiences with gaming. We will be back with another regular episode of the podcast next week. Since I'm trying something new, any feedback or suggestions would be appreciated. You can reach me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. The email along with my social media channels will be listed in the description below. So this is going to be a new type of episode. I want to kind of talk about my experience building my first PC. And I thought this this episode would be perfect or this type of episode would be perfect. And I, I think to start off, obviously, we'll we'll go a little back into my past when it comes to when it comes to gaming. Uh, I, of course, don't I don't really have a lot of notes. So this will be a little, a little bit free flowing. So if I if I go off course or if I go on a tangent, uh, I apologize ahead of time. But this is just how it's going to be this episode, at least. So we can go back to when I first started gaming. I think I remember in India, I think we, we would be able to get video game systems. That's what we call them. And it was basically an NES or an SNES. And around that time, the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1, both of them were out around that time. But in India, it was, it was a lot more expensive than you would find it in in places like Canada and places like U.S., so we would have like a video game system and, you know, I would play Teenage Ninja Turtles, I would play Contra, I would play Mario, I would play all those, you know, SNES and NES games that everyone knows and loves. And of course, I also had a regular desktop PC at home, you know, the family desktop. And that, that desktop would surprisingly run most of the games. So I remember playing games like Red Alert, uh, playing games like Road Rash, uh, Midtown Madness. I remember that was a game too. Uh, a lot of Command and Conquer games. I used to love strategy games. And of course, my first love of gaming in general came with, with Tony Hawk. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, 2. I don't know if both of them were on PC, but I just remember playing a lot of Tony Hawk all the time. My friends would come over and we would take turns. We would kind of go over, you know, try to get like the best each other's scores and stuff like that. And the soundtrack was also so amazing. So I remember that was kind of what I did, what I, my introduction to gaming and PC gaming in general. But I never, I was never fully invested in PC gaming. At least I didn't really understand it. And at that time as well, a lot of the, the cooler games, at least what I thought were cooler games, uh, especially some of the wrestling games and stuff like that, would only be on consoles. And a lot of the games that I would see on, on TV and stuff like that would be on consoles as well. So, you know, that was always a thing that I always wanted. I always wanted a PlayStation 1 or a PS2 or, or whatnot. And I remember my PS2 was like my first proper console. Actually, I should say my Game Boy Advance was my first kind of console in a way. And I, of course, loved my, my Game Boy quite a bit. But then my first like proper TV console was the was the PlayStation 2. And I remember like getting the PlayStation 2 and got so many games with it. Played Ratchet & Clank, played WWE, played Crash Bandicoot. And it was it was really amazing. I, I fell in love with my, my PS2. And after that, obviously, I went on to Xbox 360, uh, and uh, I remember around that time getting the Nintendo DS or so, and then of course, like moving on to like get the PS3 and Wii. I think after I, I got my PS2 uh, and moved on to the 360 that era, I remember at that point I would usually have most of the consoles, and it was more of this generation that I noticed there was more of a shift towards PC gaming in general, or more of an appreciation for PC gaming. 
And I remember always wanting to get into PC gaming around towards the end of the PSC generation because, you know, in my in my head, I would always look at look at it as as most of the cooler games, most of the exclusives would always be on consoles. And most of the games that you would want would be on consoles. So on PC, it, it always came down to games like Civilization or games like game, the strategy games and, and stuff, you know. Or if you want your games to just look really, really nice. And at that time, I didn't really think about it or really care about it too much. It was more about just having cool experiences, especially the ones you were getting on PS3, like The Last of Us and God of War 3 and stuff like that and Uncharted. You know, like what what else did you need at that point? So I remember always wanting it or thinking about getting a PC or something at some point, but it just kind of never came to it. And I remember like I, I, I would buy laptops and my laptops would be pretty expensive as well. Like obviously looking back at it now, I understand, uh, you know, the components and what goes into into making a PC or even a laptop, but I, w- I would get like a Dell laptop and those would be really expensive as well. And I bought like my last laptop, the one I still have, I've been using for like five or six years now, is a Dell XPS. And at that time when I bought it, it was like 2000 or almost $3,000. And it's like, looking at the components, it's, it's like nothing big. You know, I'm, I'm surprised it's still running, but it's nothing like too, too impressive that way. So it was more ge- this generation, especially towards the end of this generation, as you, as we've noticed, um, you know, I kind of got more interested in PC gaming. Um, I think my interest started maybe towards the end of 2018 when I started researching on YouTube. I started going online, looking at people uh, building PCs. I think it was Linus Tech Tips, Jay's Two Cents, uh, Bitwit, Paul Paul's Hardware. So these are some of the YouTube channels that I really, really like. And I just started watching their their channels and their videos. And I really enjoyed just kind of learning about PC building, what what goes into it, uh, you know, how they build it and everything like that. And everything, it seemed really intuitive and it also seemed really cool to kind of make it. It's almost like, you know, just kind of putting Legos together. And like, you know, that was kind of my end and being like, okay, you know what, this is this is pretty cool. So obviously that was not the only reason I wanted to get a, a PC. The other reason was my laptop, like I just mentioned, was was six years old, is six years old at this point. So, you know, it was, it's not necessarily on its last legs, it's still working, but it is pretty slow. A lot of the stuff that I try to do, uh, you know, it takes a, uh, it takes a while for it to load and everything like that. And you can imagine for a P- for a laptop that's like six years old, you know, it it is gonna slow down over time, especially the hard drive and stuff. So I was kind of thinking at that time about getting a new laptop, but it kind of hit me because I wanted to either way get into streaming more. Uh, I had initially started streaming just to my PlayStation, but I obviously wanted to get into streaming properly as well, especially because I did try to stream through through my laptop. I remember, but yeah, as, as I was, as I mentioned, six-year-old laptop, it does not, it does not run well. Everything, everything was just heating up like crazy. I thought it was gonna blow up, you know. So I tried to, I tried to like, I tried to avoid streaming through my laptop at that point. But I remember I was getting into streaming, and you know, I just needed a PC in general because I also just wanted a desktop. I wanted to have a desktop all my life uh, because I just like having, you know, like a a, a seat, a, a desk where I can sit and, and like work and stuff like that. So that was kind of like the main two reasons that I wanted, wanted to get into. And of course, you know, like uh, the other thing was cost. Like at that before, I would never be, I would never find a good reason to spend that much. Anytime I would think about getting a PC or or investing in something like that. Like I said, like I, I invested so much on a laptop, right? But uh, again, like obviously I didn't, I didn't know too much about PC gaming at that point. For me, when I would look at a PC or a gaming PC in general, I would look at it as, do I really need this? I can just play all my games like I do right now on my PS4 Pro or my Xbox One X or my Nintendo Switch. You know, like like what's the point in getting a PC? 
And obviously, like, you know, as, as I will go into it, you'll see my love for PC gaming kind of grow over time. So, you know, there were like different things like that. But of course, you know, when I had had the capital, basically, you know, when I had the money and, and I had the reasonings as well, I was getting into streaming. I wanted to start a podcast like this one. I was working on blogs and stuff like that. And I think I just wanted a desktop as well. I, I, wanted, I wanted a place in my condo where I could sit and work and stuff. So it kind of just, everything just kind of came together. So of course, you know, at the end of the day, I I always like to like kind of talk to my mom and dad or my sister or my girlfriend. I would talk to everyone before I make decisions like this, especially when it comes to big spending decisions. So I talked to everyone and everyone kind of agreed. They're like, you know what? Like, yeah, like, why don't you buy a laptop initially? And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I don't think a laptop is going to cut it. Like, there's no point in getting a laptop, especially when you look at what I'm spending on a laptop and what I could get for that same amount. So, and especially if I do want a laptop, I can, you can get like Chromebooks for like cheap, like $200, $300, which will do most of the work that you need on a laptop. So everything kind of came together at that point. So this was last year around February, so February, 2019. And everything kind of came together. So then it came down to, okay, I got to choose the components. So of course I, I, I did my research on YouTube and everything. I basically had a very firm understanding of of the components and what goes together, what doesn't go together, what I need, especially for PC gaming, because I was focused more on PC gaming at that point. So I I kind of did my research. I was, I was like, okay, what, what CPU do I choose? So obviously I'm gonna go a little detail, a little bit of detail into my my components and stuff like that. Uh, I'm obviously not gonna go too crazy with it because I know like if, you, if, you, if this is your first time listening to someone talk about PC gaming, uh, it does get a little boring, a little gets too, too techy at that point, but, I was doing research and stuff like that, so I, I, I figured out, okay, I'm gonna get this CPU. I got an Intel CPU. Uh, it's called, it's an i7-8700K. It's an unlocked CPU, which is basically, which basically means it can, you can push it past, in quotation, its limit in a way, right? So that's like an unlocked CPU. For my GPU, I was, uh, Nvidia, Nvidia's graphics card were like the biggest thing at that point, especially, especially the RTX series. So I was like, you know what, depending on, so that's one thing I also learned was that you should always buy a GPU based off of the resolution you want to play your games on. So for me, I was like looking at what what it would cost to game at 4K, which is obviously the most highest tier type of gaming. And, you know, like just to buy the monitor that would be able to support 4K gaming at really high refresh rates was really, really expensive. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to stick with 1440p. So 1440p is basically above full HD, like 1080p, but of course below 4K. So for that reason, I was like, you know what, the RTX 2080, which is the Nvidia GPU, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get that one. You know, so I looked at like a bunch of brands, like MSI, Asus, stuff like that. I decided on the on the MSI one, right? And after that, we obviously, I, I wanted to look into the motherboard. I got a motherboard uh, from Gigabyte that supports my Intel CPU, it, it supports my GPU. The next thing was I wanted to get an SSD, like an NVMe drive, where I could store my Windows, right? So that my, my Windows would boot up really quickly. So based on my research, I was like, okay, I'll get the Samsung SSD. I bought like a separate two terabyte hard drive that's just there, you know, in the back. I had to buy a cooler, uh, basically like a all-in-one all in liquid cooler to be able to cool the CPU. So you do buy that as well. So I bought a Cooler Master cooler for that. Um, and also a uh, for my RAM, I bought 16 gigabytes of G-Skill Trident Z RAM. So I bought that because again, based on my research, this seems to be the best thing uh, out there. 
and you know of course power supply got a an evga power supply i know i'm just kind of listing it out i'm just kind of going through what my my thought process was um at that point so i was kind of just looking at this stuff i looked at pc part picker which is a great website for anyone to use if you want to figure out um if any of your parts go together or if some, there's any incompatibility anything like that so pc part picker i kind of put everything in there i even just picked out a case and stuff like that, you know, I, I put everything in there and everything, uh, everything worked, everything seemed like it would work and everything was good. So in Canada, we have uh, an outlet or like a retail store called Canada Computers. So I was initially going to just buy everything on Amazon and have it delivered. But one of my friends who has built PCs in the past, he kind of recommended that I should actually buy the stuff in person or get it from a retail store just because you don't know how Amazon will ship it and stuff like that. And I've seen Amazon ship stuff. Uh, badly at, at certain points, especially stuff that I've, I've received as well. So it kind of just made sense. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to get all this stuff um, from Canada Computers. I remember I got basically everything except my my uh, RAM and the, the motherboard, the Gigabyte motherboard. I think both of those were basically like they were sold out at, at Canada Computers. And at that point, I didn't want to budge, especially because this is your first gaming PC, right? You don't want to budge on that. You don't want to you don't if once you've decided on all your components, right? You don't want to change that. So those two things, the motherboard and the RAM, I just ordered from Amazon. I remember. So I just I ordered those from Amazon, and um, I remember or getting the Canada computer things, buying all that stuff, and having like a specific pickup date for that because they do they are able to mail it to you, but obviously you can choose to pick it up, and obviously because of this being my first PC, I was already like a little worried with everything. Everything was gonna cost like crazy amounts and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna pick it up and this is obviously not including the monitor the the keyboard the mouse because when you add all that the, the price goes up even higher than that uh, and of course I, I like in terms of my overall cost I think it was around 2,500 Canadian dollars so I don't know I, in US maybe that's like close to 2,000 or so um, which at that time of course was was not that bad but like looking at the prices now of course you know prices have do dropped down it's been it's been a year since these components have been out there. So I got all these parts and everything. I ordered them. Um, I So so my girlfriend, I, she was like, she was really helpful throughout throughout this whole process. So we I ordered it and I think it was towards the end of February where I had to go and pick up the components themselves. So we went, we took an Uber there. Actually, no, we took like a subway there, sorry. And then we got to the place and then we called an Uber. We called like an Uber Excel to put all the parts in obviously being very careful, you know, and everything bring, I brought all, we brought all the parts back to my place. And then obviously we were just missing those two components from Amazon, the, the motherboard and the RAM. Uh, and I think that was coming like the day after or two days later. Um, at that point, Arthur and I realized that I have to buy windows. You know, I completely forgot about it. And all of this of me trying to figure out what I need to buy and stuff for the actual PC. I was like, okay, what well, I, I completely forgot about <laughs> actually the thing that will, that I will be running on the PC. So then I obviously looked online and stuff like that. And you can obviously just download a Windows on your on your USB. And it's like the free version. And you basically insert it and you can install Windows and everything will work. Obviously, you need to like purchase a license for Windows 10 at some point. So like that was one option. But I, I was just like, okay, you know, the Canada computer store or whatever is nearby. And obviously at that time, you know, I, I was also worried about stuff like antivirus and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Canada computers. I'm going to buy like a virus software like McAfee or something, and I'm going to go buy Windows 10. So that was another added cost that I didn't think about at that point. And obviously, as people will know, 
Windows 10 is not <laughs> is not cheap. So Windows 10 and McAfee, I got those two as well. Then a couple of days later, the Amazon stuff came, the motherboard came, the, the RAM came. I obviously made sure everything was okay because obviously, you know, I never know. Like it, I, at that point, I, the way it came, the boxes and everything, it looked fine. But again, you know, you, this is your first time, first time with, with the gaming PC and stuff like that. So with all these components, so you don't know. So we got all the components. And then I think it was me kind of delaying it. I think for a couple of days, I was just kept, kept delaying it. I'm like, okay, on this day, I'm going to build it. Okay, on this day, I'm going to build it, you know. And obviously, I should also also mention I I ordered a a 1440p Acer monitor as well because obviously you know you need a you need a computer screen to be able to see anything. So I ordered that as well online, and it was a monitor that works well with my GPU. Uh, so for anyone that's into PC gaming, like it's you know it, it allows for G Sync, uh, is G Sync compatible and stuff like that, and it also has a very high refresh rate. So so that was one of the reasons I I purchased that one. And I, I got that, uh, everything was here basically. I had everything that I needed. I obviously just didn't have a desk at that point, but like I, I was just using it, I was just putting it on my on my um, my dining table and just kind of setting it up there because it, you know, it doesn't matter at that point. But I, I, you know, everything was set up. Then I told my girlfriend, I'm like, okay, I need you to come over because I'm gonna freak out otherwise. Like I'm gonna make mistakes and stuff like that. And I know me, I know me that, you know, I, I do panic, especially if it's something that's expensive you know, something that I spent a lot of money on. So I told her to come over. I'm like, okay, we're going to sit today and they're going to make the whole PC. And, you know, obviously it was me pumping myself up, getting it to that point where I'm going to make the PC. And for anyone that followed me on Instagram, you like to see a, a, a photo of me before we built the PC, where I'm literally surrounded by my components, which, you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, so, you know, like uh, I took a bunch of photos just to kind of track everything that I was doing. And I always took some videos as well. And then, you know, came to, came to the point of me actually building the PC. So this is kind of when all the exciting stuff or a lot of the craziness starts. So first thing was everything was going well. You know, if anyone, if you have watched videos online, it's pretty simple. You know, you kind of start off with the motherboard, you put the CPU in. You have to be very careful with the CPU because if you don't put the CPU in properly, you can kind of bend the pins. And if you bend the pins, like that's it, it's game over. I don't think, I don't even think you can return it, you know, like, and the CPU won't run properly. So I, you know, that, that was the first, that was literally the first thing you do, right? So I put it in and I, you know, you kind of put it into position and then you have to like push this lever down on the motherboard to kind of keep it in place, right? So as I was doing that, I could hear like bending noise and I just kind of let go, right? And I wasn't sure if it was the CPU's pins that were bending or it was just the motherboard itself, right? And it was like a regular like noise, but like I kind of freaked out. My girlfriend was there. She was kind enough. She was like, don't worry. Everything is good. It's not the CPU. Relax. I kind of checked the back. You're not, it's not the CPU. She's like, just, just keep on pressing. It's fine. So I kind of pushed down. I kept pressing. And that was one worry I had throughout my entire build. I'll let you know. I kept thinking in my brain that my CPU is done. And then we're going to do everything. We're going to set everything up. We're going to do all the wires. And then when it comes down to it, it's not going to work because the CPU is going to be busted. But obviously I had to like get that out of my mind. I'm like, okay, you know what, Aman, let's just focus on one thing. It's fine. So I started, we continued, put the CPU in, put the CPU cooler, you know, put the RAM and everything. I installed the SSD and you put, I then you put it into the case, you put the GPU and stuff like that. Like basically everything I followed step-by-step step on, on, in terms of what I saw on YouTube channels and stuff like that and what I read online. Um, the first big problem came was with the with the with the power supply so when i was using the power supply and connecting all the parts to 
different parts of the of the components, the motherboard and stuff like that. Uh, it was it was getting a little confusing because there are different because I bought a modular power supply, so which means that you can remove every single wire from the power supply itself, right? So if you don't buy a modular modular power supply, it's like all the wires are connected, and you just kind of connect everything, right? So like I was a little worried that if I I misplace a power supply like component a uh, wire somewhere or whatever, it's gonna fry it up or whatever, um, you know. So that was like the one issue we had. The other issue was routing everything through the case. So like this is another thing that a lot of people don't think about is, or you know people do, and I it was it was me that didn't really think about it. Um, it was just basically how you're gonna route everything onto your onto your PC, all the components, you know, because you want to make it look clean as well, right? So I remember that took a while. That took like a lot of planning and kind of moving stuff here and there, and a lot of zip ties and stuff like that, and. You know, once everything was done, we put the power supply in, everything like that. Um, I remember, I remember like also kind of looking at the back of the PC, which not pe many people look at because you kind of cover it up. Um, because that's kind of where all, a lot of the wires are. And like the wires just look like crap there. Like it was just like not put in properly. So I spent a lot of time just kind of fixing that up and making it look, look nice. So we did all that. Okay. Right. So we built the PC, everything set up. I connected my monitor. I connected the keyboard and mouse and everything. And First mistake I made was there was, I had an outlet, like a, a like a, a, what do you call it? Like a multi-connector thing, right? That's just connected onto my actual wall socket, right? Because I had connected my TV and stuff like that around there as well. So I first thing I did was connect to that. So I turned the PC on, the PC turns on and turns off immediately. And it doesn't turn back on. Cause usually sometimes, uh, some PCs, when you turn all the way off, it turns on, off, and then back on, uh, sometimes, right? So that's not what I thought was going to happen, but that didn't happen. And I, I, I did actually a pretty perfect picture of this on my Instagram as well, where I'm just kind of grabbing my head because I thought I'm like, oh my God, I think this is a CPU. So then I, I started freaking out a bit. I took the, the out wall, the outlet off and put it right directly into the wall. I turned it on and it booted. So it, it post, it boot, booted, like basically, technically it booted first try. That was my mistake for connecting it to a multi-wall outlet thing you should like I that's what I realized now that you should not do that I feel like for anyone out there that might have experienced something similar um so I connected straight into the wall socket and it booted you know and that was no that was like good there was one fan that was not working so I just disconnected like I moved wires around or whatever and like it, it started working again so that was like no problem so now the first issue comes so the first issue was I bought the Windows 10 thing from Canada computers and they give you a USB which has Windows 10 installed in it right so I put the Windows 10 um, USB into my PC. I do everything I need to do to get to the point where you to install Windows 10. And it would always get to a high percentage or something of Windows. And it would be failed to install Windows. And so at that point, you can understand because the PC doesn't have anything inside, right? It, all you do when you, when you post is you boot into the BIOS of the motherboard, right? So all you see is motherboard, like information, stuff like that. And that's it. So I was like, okay, like, you know what? It failed the first time. That's fine. Like, let's do it again. So I just do it again. Didn't work. Did it again. Didn't work. So until two or 3 a.m. in the morning. So we started building around nine or 10 until two or three in the morning. This was still an issue and we could not figure out what was happening. So people were saying that you should partition the SSD. So make, break the SSD up into two parts and that will help break the SSD into smaller parts. And that will help. We literally tried everything. It did not work. Right. And then what I, I, I was just getting so frustrated that I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try to uninstall, uh, try to install, uh, Windows 10 into another USB. 
So I went to my laptop, I installed Windows 10 into another USB. I plugged that in, same issue, right? I was like not getting it. And like, I was just getting so frustrated. I was getting like so annoyed. And you know, obviously you can imagine just getting worried that what did I do wrong or, or whatever, because every time I read online, it was like, okay, everything is fine. But they're like, maybe one of your RAMs is, has an issue. This is, this is the issue that I had with, with this when I was first building it. It's like with any issue, I've, I've seen people just be like, oh yeah, it can it's literally, it can be any component. They're like, oh, maybe it's a RAM. Maybe you should take, take one RAM out. Oh, maybe it's your SSD. Oh, maybe it's a hard drive. Oh, maybe it's your motherboard. And I'm like, okay, so basically that's the entire PC. Like I, I need to like pinpoint this, right? And this will obviously come back to another issue that I had like later on. But okay, this was the first issue, right? I got so frustrated again. I was like, you know what? Let's do one more try. I got another USB that I had. I installed Windows 10 on that. I plugged that in and then it worked, right? And obviously like Windows 10 installed, no problem. So at that point I realized I made fucking Sony partitions that I was like, okay, look, I need to, I need to reinstall Windows because yeah, like the, the partition thing is just like, I, I don't think that's needed or whatever. So I was hoping that this USB will work. So I reinstalled Windows 10 after that again, no problem as well. I, I was able to just have my my C drive as just a C drive, no partition, whatever, and I was able to install Windows 10, no issue. So at the end of the day, it came out came down to the Windows 10 USB that I got when I actually bought the Windows 10 thing was faulty, first of all, and then another USB that I had as well, that was also faulty. So those are two things that I learned. So for anyone that ever has any issues downloading Windows 10, it might be a USB. I feel like I might be the only one that said that online, I think I, I hasn't said that. I'm, I'm saying it here I, at least. So that was the first thing. So PC is installed, uh, the Windows 10 is installed, sorry, and everything is fine. Then of course, I was like, I'm gonna try playing games. I played video games, I played Battlefield 5 for a bit, whatever, everything was good. You know, I, lo I look at my PC on the side, it looks great, it looks nice, I was so excited. You know, everything was perfect. Um, and then what I was like, because what I would read online was, that you can actually just leave your, you should just leave your PC running or just put on standby or, you know, let, let your thing hibernate or whatever. And that's preferable, uh, just in terms of power consumption and stuff like that. So that's not what I would do. So I would, um, leave it. I would put it on standby, stuff like that. So what happened was I would put it on standby and of course, like the PC wouldn't shut off, but like the RAMs would still be on, at least from what I would see, like lighting wise, the RAM would still stay on, but everything would kind of turn off and you would just kind of, you know, shake your, mouse, it would turn back on. So when I would do that, the PC wouldn't turn back on, right? Um, like the, the monitor doesn't turn back on and stuff like that. So I started, we started doing some research on, okay, what the fuck is that? So during this time, obviously people kept saying, reinstall Windows. It must be, there might be an issue with like the way Windows 10 is installed, especially with what I've said to you guys, you can imagine there might've been issues with, with the installation. So obviously installed, reinstalled, I did the whole partition thing again, you know, nothing fixed it. So this, this obviously, as you can imagine, took a couple of weeks of trial and error, right? The other thing I noticed during this time was if I turned my PC off, um, and not turned on for, let's say an hour or two and turned back on, which is most, most likely for most people who would turn the PC off, I would turn it back on after two or three hours, the PC would turn on like my, my, my computer. So this is when I, when I say shut, when I turn like on, I mean, you just shut down. I'm not turning it off from the back, right? I'm not unplugging the entire PC. So I'm just literally pressing the shutdown thing. So I would, it would turn off when I would turn it on the PC, at least from what I would see with the lights and everything. And you can hear the clicking noise as well, right? Because when the PC turns on, at least my, my PC makes like a clicking noise almost. So it turns on, it turns off 
and then it turns back on. And and then sometimes it would be turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off, and then turn on, right? Sometimes it would do that as well. And it would turn on for anyone that would just see it normally. They would be like, oh, like, what's wrong with this? I don't get it, right? Like, it's like fine, whatever, for anyone that's not into PCs. But obviously, I was like, something is wrong. So I would go into event viewer on, on my, on my windows to see like what, cause like that's like a pretty good way to see if there was an issue. And it would always have like one issue with shutdown. It would say that the PC was shut down unexpectedly. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like I shut it down properly. And obviously I gathered that the PC was turning on and turning off. And when it was doing that, that's what it was registering as, as it shut, shutting down randomly. And obviously I went online everywhere, right? I went online to see this event viewer thing. So we did so many different things. There were, we looked at software stuff. We went into like weird registry editor. I don't know, even know. Like we, like we were looking at stuff in terms of software because what we were finding online was saying that, oh, you should, ch you should change this in your software things, whatever. You should go in your BIOS and change this. You should, um, switch out your RAM. You should do a memory test. So memory test is like basically a test that you do for your RAM and you have to leave it like overnight running, right? And to, to see if there's an issue with your RAM. Right. And the thing was that when the PC would turn on, there would be no issue. I could leave it on for days. I've, I've tested this as well. And I, I'm letting you know at this point, I have not used my PC properly up to this point. Right. This is someone who has invested all this money, has finally got a gaming PC, was so excited. And this is what I was going through. Right. So this is already, we're like in March at this point. So I'm like testing this again and again, you know, and, um, getting really frustrated, not understanding like what is going wrong because there's no clear answer online, right? There's literally no clear answer. No one can figure out, no one can understand, no one can kind of pinpoint as to what is happening. I looked at forums, I looked at everything, right? Um, we, we even went as far as to think that it was, it was maybe the SSD. So I actually went back to Canada computers and got my SSD replaced because you can get it replaced within 30 days. Got a new SSD, tried it there, same issue, you know, same problem again. So, you know, like it, none of it made test because it made sense because I did so many tests. I looked at the BIOS. I even did like a BIOS reset on the motherboard itself where you take out the battery that's on the, on the motherboard. Like I tried everything. I replaced my, my power supply. So first I replaced it with the same power supply. That didn't work. I replaced it with another brand. So Corsair, which is the one that I have now that didn't work, but that's the one that I, I kept with me for now. Um, the other power supply, I'm basically a separate power supply just at home. So if anyone needs a power supply, <laughs> let me know. But I, I, I put the Corsair power supply in. We tried that. That didn't work either. So, you know, it came down to a point where it was just getting so frustrating for me that I remember I was talking to my dad and my dad was like, look, why don't you just hire someone? Why don't you just take it into someone? If it's just, if it's just going to be like this, because sometimes people were just saying that, look, why don't you just leave it on? Like what, what's the big issue? Right. Why don't you just leave it on? Maybe there'll be a BIOS update in the future. Um, you know, I, I think that was another suggestion that I got to like update the BIOS, but obviously I didn't want to do it. If I was going to get to that point, of updating the BIOS, I rather like a professional do it. But that was like one of the things, right? I was like looking at the, uh, looking at whatever I could do. Um, so like I was talking to my dad and, and, and he was kind of just like, you know what, why don't you just give it into someone? Just give it in, let them deal with it, let them do their tests. It's fine. You know, like it, it's, it's okay to like pay for this stuff because you're going to make sure everything's working. So I was like, okay. So there was like a, a, a place that's really close to where I live. And I went to, went to this place, right? And of course I won't mention when mention the people I went 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 to went with my computer to to get get it fixed or whatever. So I went to went to this place, I gave the the PC in, and of course uh this person was kind of delaying 
the repair almost or looking into it i would message them i'm like oh like i gave it to them uh and he, the person was like okay like I'll, I'll have information for you within the next couple of days and like next couple of days no no information they're like oh i'm busy with this i'm busy with this and this was obviously like a big concern of mine i was like all right this person always busy with busy with shit i mean like will he actually put proper effort into my pc whatever and obviously you can understand this is coming from someone who has spent a lot of money on this right so obviously i want to make sure everything is is done properly and i kept asking him and then um basically he finally after me bothering this person again and again he finally got back to me and said like was saying that okay i'm doing the test and that test like the message that i got from him of him doing the test like was like 24 hours he was messaging me being like this is the test i've done everything is fine this is the test i've done everything is fine and then he did some test and the, the test said that there was like an issue with the motherboard and he was like this is he's like oh this is probably the reason this is probably the reason why you're having that issue so i was still in the warranty i was like okay you know what I'll pay you to, uh, because I don't, I, at that point, I was just so done with PCs in general that I was like, okay, I, I can obviously replace my motherboard and do do all, the whole thing again. But I was like, you know what, this person, this person has my PC. I'm just going to give him the motherboard and they can replace it. Right. So I just went to, so what I did was obviously I can, re, I can uh, uh, re, like send the motherboard back to Amazon. So what I did was I sent it for replacements or, or, you know, where you can go on Amazon and ask for a replacement. So that's kind of what I did. I got the new motherboard in like a day. I took that motherboard uh, back to, no, actually, sorry. I, I actually, I could, uh, I returned this motherboard to Amazon. And by that time, that motherboard was um, available at the outlet where I was not able to get it. So what I did was I actually went to that outlet and um, told them, I'm like, can you please keep it with you? I'm on my way. I quickly went, I bought that one. Obviously I returned the other Amazon one, and you can obviously return it in 30 days. So that's one of the best things about, about Amazon shopping, you know, and I took it back. I, I took the new one and I brought it back to that guy. Uh, he told me like, yeah, just give me like a couple of hours or like a day or whatever. And I'm, I'm put everything in. So he did that. And obviously he like said, he turned the PC on and everything. And that's kind of what I did as well. And everything was fine. I brought the PC back home. I tried it. Everything was fine. I did the whole standby thing. Like I did before, you know, left it for a while. Turn back on, same issue, right? So same issue. And obviously I did a bunch of tests and I told the guy as well. And the guy just, I, I mean, it was weird. Obviously, like uh, I wasn't expecting my my money back or anything, but the guy just, just became very defensive. He was just like, if you want, like, I'll give you your money back. I'll, I'll transfer your money back. I'm like, no, that's not needed. I'm like, you know, I was like, for me, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to like ask this person, I'm like, okay, so this, this happened again. And like, I was hoping that he might be like, oh, maybe you should try this. Oh, maybe you should try this. So, you know, I was like, okay, look, I was kind of frustrated at that point as well. And I, at that point, I was just like, yo, this is this is just how my PC is going to be. This is just how it is. So I wasn't sure. But then I was like, okay, you know what? Let me look at other places. So I looked at another uh, another place that got really, really good reviews, uh, like the, these technicians. And I, I, I took it there, right? And they obviously, like when I went there, they had some desktop PCs, but mainly they had uh, laptops, especially uh, you could tell like a lot of students would go there to get their laptops and everything fixed. So I took it there. I, 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 and obviously in between, I'm no, no jokes in between, obviously tested more stuff. I, uh, reinstalled windows. You can imagine, like, as I'm explaining, I tried so many different things, right? So I took it to, took it to this guy. I, I went there and they, they, this person did a bunch of tests. He was like, there's nothing wrong with the GPU. There's nothing wrong with the RAM. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with that. Everything is fine. They were like, oh, I'm going to do like a BIOS update. And they were saying that maybe the BIOS update and the driver updates, maybe that, that might help. And like they did like the BIOS update and all that stuff, tried everything and the, the, and the, and the issue was still there. 
right? Like they did everything to them when they when they had it. They were like, oh, there's no issues. I brought it back home, same issue, right? And I was like, is it my outlet, right? And I was like, okay, what the hell is happening? So then I this is again now we're going towards like April May. You can imagine, right? Like we're we're already probably like around April or May or maybe even like early June ish or maybe like end of May. And I remember like obviously kind of uh, getting really frustrated and just kind of talking to the those technicians there. And they were like, they were very really nice. They, they were like, okay, why don't we try this? Why don't we, because this is something that I found online. They were like, why don't you buy like a, it's, it's almost like a, it's like a line cleaner. Basically it's cleaning the power that's coming in from the wall socket. I forgot the exact name, but it's basically like this huge tank of a power supply type thing that you connect to your, to your, uh, to your wall outlet. And then into that, you plug in whatever you want to plug in. So I got that, you know, and I, I, I plugged my PC into that huge tank thing, whatever. And the first time I tried it after six, seven hours of me having left my PC off, it turned back on. And I was like, this is it. The whole issue was my wall socket, right? I was like, Eureka, we, f- we finally figured this, this out. And then the next time I tried it, same issue. And then goes then again with my mind going like spiraling again, being like, oh my God, like I wasted all this money. And now we're, we're into like the second, third, fourth, I don't know, like how, how much longer. So it's not even like I can go and just replace these parts. Right. So, um, I think like, obviously I think I, I, I feel like actually, I, I don't know if you were in May or June, but like, forget about that. What well, either way, I think we might've been still in, in like late March or, or April, whatever. Right. So I was, I was getting really frustrated again. Right. So then I took the PC back to that guy. I told him like, yo, like this is, this issue is still happening. So he was like, okay, you know what? I got an idea. Let's, let's try this. And actually, no, this was actually, this is the thing that I tested at home actually first. So I was like, I was like, you know what? Let me experiment. Let me see what I saw online. And what I did was I took my GPU out, right? I took my GPU out and I connected directly into the motherboard. And some, so this is something that people should know is some CPUs can do that. Some CPUs that have a built-in graphics card can, project whatever needs to be projected onto your monitor. Um, obviously, if your CPU doesn't have that, then you won't be able to try what I did here. But basically, I took the GPU out, I connected the monitor directly into my motherboard, and the PC turned on and everything. And I was like, okay, you know what? Just Let's just try it like this, right? Because I, at that point, I had tried everything, right? I've, I replaced the motherboard, I replaced the power supply, power supply multiple times, I replaced the SSD. So let me try this, right? Tried it the first time, no issues, booted up without a problem after seven, eight hours. Tried it again, second or third day, no issues. Just to be sure, I tried it for three or four more times. So this is an entire week of me testing, not using my PC, testing, right? I tested it, no problem. I told the guy, I'm like, I think this might be the issue. I think it might be the GPU. So the person did, I took it back. The person was nice enough to try the GPU, like test it out. And he was like, I don't think there's any wrong, anything wrong with the GPU, right? And he was like, there's no, there's no issue with the, with the GPU, whatever. I think there might be a, an issue with compatibility. So the person was like, I, he, but the person apparently put my GPU in his PC and tried it there and there was no issue, right? And that person put his GPU in my, my PC and he was like, there's no issue there. So his initial thing was, look, it could be the GPU, but he's like, more likely it's that your motherboard is incompatible with the GPU. And obviously I had a gigabyte motherboard and a MSI GPU. So he recommended that I should get an Asus motherboard. So I was like, okay, I'm still in the warranty. So let's just get it replaced. So I went back to Canada computers or like the 30 day thing, Canada computers told them that I want to change my CP, my, my motherboard 
and I'm going to put it towards a Asus uh, motherboard, right? So that's what I did. I, I went into Canada Computers. I told them, like, here, this is my issue. They were kind enough. They were like, yeah, of course, we can change the motherboard. I paid the difference because the Asus motherboard that I got was a little bit more expensive. And obviously, I didn't want to, you know, at that point, cost cutting was not an issue, not, not a thing, you know, like, I was just like, not worried about that. I'm like, look, I just want this PC to work. So I went in, I told them that, yeah, I want to, I want to get this motherboard changed. At the same time, they were, they, were, they have technicians at Canada Computers that can build your PC for you or whatever. I'm like, on top of that, I'll pay you guys whatever you need to do the whole PC, like rebuild the PC. I'm like, cause I told them, I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm just, I, I, I would be, I would love to take this back home, but I'm just so frustrated. As you can imagine, as I'm telling you this, you can hear from my voice. I was just so frustrated that I'm like, look, change the motherboard, rebuild it and let me know when it's done and I'll come pick it up. And they're like, okay, yeah, no problem. So we did that, right? Obviously I was like, this is the, this is it. I think this is what it was. I think maybe gigabytes motherboards weren't working well with my GPU, whatever, it should be fine. They call me like a day or two later. I was excited. I go get my PC, come back, turn it on. Everything is fine. Try it like literally, literally an hour later, same issue. And I was like, what the fuck? And obviously to, to give it to the guy's credit, the, the guy, the, the second technician, he did say that it's most likely it's, it could be the GPU, but it's most likely the motherboard. And if it's not the motherboard, basically it's most likely the GPU. So I was, yeah, I was like, so at that point we kind of broke it down all the way to those two things. Right. So I was like, oh my God, not again. And then I was like, okay, you know what? It's time to RMA my, my motherboard, right? my GPU, sorry. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to basically, basically that's like replacing your GPU. So I obviously got in touch with MSI. I messaged them and everything like that. Um, and I told them that obviously I want to get, like, I want to replace it. And I, I was, I, I was just over like 30, 30 something days since I had my GPU, right? That's why I was confusing the dates a little bit. I, I was just over the 30 day mark. And usually for 30 days, you can get replaced for a new one. But in this case, they were like, yeah, okay, we'll replace your GPU. Like, you know, we'll do our own test or whatever and everything like that. And we'll, we'll replace your GPU, no problem. And that way, like it was pretty good, but they were like, we'll give you a refurbished one. And my, that was my first issue. I was like, like, why, why do you need to give me a refurbished one? Why can't you just give me a new one when you can see that I just bought it recently? And they were like, this is just how it is, right? Unless they don't have any refurbished ones, they will give you a new one. But if they have a refurbished one, they'll give you a refurbished one. So that was like something I had an issue with. And obviously like, I'm kind of like, okay with it now. I'm still like, I'm still like not fully okay with it. And I don't know if that's something that MSI only does, or maybe other companies do that as well. And one thing was obviously they said that you have to like send it to us and, and everything. But I read online, I obviously did a lot of research on this. Um, there was actually a, a, a repair area in Markham, uh, like where I live in Canada, right? And I'm in Toronto. So that's like maybe like 30 or 40 minute, 40 minutes away from me. So I was like, you know, I, I could send it to them. And if you send it to them, obviously it'll take time. The whole process will take time. At the same time, they'll send it back to you. That'll be the whole process. So I was like, you know what? I read someone online that they actually went to the repair center and gave it to them there with the whole, all the information and then picked it up there. So that's what I did. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take my GPU. I'm going to, I'm going to go there. So I literally Ubered all the way there, no matter what the cost was, you know, I Ubered all the way there, gave them my GPU and everything like that. I was like, here you go. It's a GPU and everything. Uh, the whole RMA sheet and everything that they gave me, I, I had that as well. I had the whole explanation and they were like, yeah, so we'll let you know about your replacement and everything like that in like a week or so. And then I think within like, a couple of days, I just got a notification that, yeah, like obviously you'll be getting a replacement and then she'll be coming in soon. And I think within like two weeks or so, 
So that way, MSI was pretty good. I got like my replacement in like two weeks. And they were like, yeah, we have a replacement. Do you want to mail it to you or do you want to pick it up? I was like, nope, I'm picking it up. I'm coming. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go the next day. Next day, went in, you know, picked it up and everything like that. Was really excited. Got back home because I was like, this is this has to be the it, right? This has to be the main thing. Come in, plug it, plug it in and everything. Plug in my GPU and all that stuff. Turn it on, no problem. Wait for seven, eight hours. Turn it on, no problem. Check it the next day, no problem. Check it the next day, no problem. Check it the day after, no problem. We figured it out. And like, obviously, like this was a very, very long experience. And this is one, this is, uh, one of the reasons I want to talk about, you know, this, this building experience that I had, because I feel like a lot of people should, should know about this. But, you know, it finally worked. Everything was fine. But I won't lie until July 1st or around July, I did not use my PC properly. I would use it here and there. I wouldn't stream from it as much. I remember just trying it here and there. I would be so scared to download anything. And you know, maybe maybe that's also me and my personality just because I got so scared about the whole experience about, you know, just the amount of money that goes into this, you know, I was just like, obviously not happy. And I think anyone would feel the same way, or at least I think other people would feel the same way. And like, obviously I was like really upset with the entire experience in a way, you know, and it, it it like obviously taught me a lot. I think looking back, there's so many things I learned for sure. But like, you know, that it, it just scared me so much. So I didn't probably start streaming for my PC until maybe July or August around that time. And obviously now if you watch me and stuff, I stream on PC like all the time. And it's, I always tell my girlfriend this as well. And, you know, thank you for, thank you to her as well for always sticking by me uh, through all this because she was, I, I, I mean, I was, I was definitely getting annoying. You know, when it comes to all this, I was definitely getting to a point where this is like all I would talk about. All I would be talking about is, man, my PC is not working. Man, how do I fix this? What What is wrong with it? Why isn't it working? So like props to her for, for like sticking with it, you know? And I think like it took me a while to kind of get over that hump of just being okay with my PC, being okay with just playing games. So it was, so I remember the first game I actually fully played was Frostpunk because even before that, any game that I had, I was I was just using benchmarks. I would just test benchmarks to make sure nothing turns off, right? That the GPU doesn't turn off, that the PC just doesn't crash. And that's kind of all I did. And I was just finding it so hard to just play games on it. And then I finally tried playing the game Frostpunk. And my girlfriend and I, we would always sit down and play the game together. And we had such a great time. And I'm, I'm glad that she was there because she was, you know, she was also like, let's play something on your PC. You know, let's play something on your PC. Because I would always be like, Oh, I'm going to be on my PS4. She's like, no, come on. You need, you need to use your PC. So I was like, okay. You know, I started using my PC. I started getting more comfortable. Um, obviously at that, at that point, I was like, my PC is working fine. Everything's great. I need to invest in like a desk and a chair. So I bought a, a, a chair. I bought a desk. I, I moved everything in. Obviously I, I did not fully look into how much space I actually had in my condo, but somehow we fit everything in. I bought a lamp as well for my desk and everything. Bought speakers. You know, everything is set up like where I'm, I'm, where I am right now is on my desk right now, you know, and like looking at it, I really, really love the space. You know, this is like a really, really awesome space. This is my space. This is my gaming space and everything like that. And, you know, like it's, it's a great experience in a way, because now that I am here, I appreciate it more. And I don't know if it's because of all the, the negative things that happened along the way that now that I'm here, I appreciate this a lot more. So, you know, I, I kind of do want to go into the cons of overall when it comes to me shifting into PC gaming or me going from console to PC gaming. Um, it definitely is, depending on 
the range you're going, right? I think if you are, are making it for for gaming mainly, you do want you would want to go for like the mid to high end. I obviously I I understand if if you know that's not the case, but in my brain I was like, okay, I'm gonna go from like a mid PC to like a high end PC around that, right? Around that range. So it is an expensive expensive initial investment, right? That's like like no matter what anyone will say, like it, it is expensive. When you add in all the stuff like Windows 10, you know, especially if you don't have a desk, a, a, a chair, a monitor, a keyboard, a mouse, all that stuff does add up, right? So it is an expensive uh, initial investment and it does depend on your country. So I, I did notice that certain parts in Canada were more expensive than they were in other parts like US and stuff like that as well, you know? And I talked about added costs like lamps, speakers, chair, desk, headphones, stuff like that. Stuff that you wouldn't really think about, you know, uh, like the mouse pad and stuff like that. Obviously, the stuff is like some stuff is not too expensive, but it does overall. You know, like when you are budgeting for the stuff, those are things that you don't think about. Windows 10, holy shit, that's like $140, man. Like things like that you wouldn't really think about. And and like obviously that does does add up. Um, other thing was this PC, like my PC in general, everything is like perfect. Like I've had no issues, you know, knock on wood. Everything is has been good. But, you know, it does feel fragile at times. It does feel like, you know, if I do something, if I make one mistake, software-wise, hardware-wise, whatever, like that's it, it's game over. And I, I know that's also me talking from the experience that I had and everything that I've told you, like all those months and then me not even wanting to use my PC for a while. You know, like it does feel fragile. Like it is obviously recommended that you clean it every couple of months and stuff. So like, you know, I don't really do that with my consoles uh, and I probably should, I think, but... You know, like I don't really do that, but obviously, like, you know, stuff like that, you do need to be, you do, you do need to worry about. Like you need to clean it. You need to make sure everything is good. Sometimes you download an update and the update fucks up the computer. You need to revert the update. You know, stuff like that, you need to like, be, be, like be worried about some time, from time to time. Um, another thing is like the whole PC thing. I feel like it depends on the use case. If you are going to use it for uh, primarily gaming, but I, I, I obviously like, you know, depending on your, uh, you know, monetary situation stuff like that if you want to go high end and everything like that perfect but if you are going to go primarily for gaming and you are aiming for like a lower end to like middle end type of a pc i don't know i think at that point like a console wouldn't be a bad idea especially if you already have a laptop or a good computer in general right at that point it's like it's not necessarily needed um that's like my opinion of course you know i understand if you want both things that's like perfectly fine but like if it's only for games like, I don't think, I don't think this is like the main kind of thing that you need to invest in. You should look at it as this is going to be my PC where I work, where I do other things, where I'm, where I'm productive. And I have the, my, the, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to play amazing looking games on this. You know, um, the other thing obviously I talked about was space. Space is a big factor that I didn't consider. And obviously like everything fits, but you know, like space is something that people should definitely consider when it comes to buying a gaming PC, especially if you live in a dorm room or if you live in a, in a condo, or if you live in a condo in a city, you know, most condos in cities aren't like too huge and stuff like that, right? Um, and, and I think the last con obviously is, is troubleshooting can be quite frustrating. So like I was telling you, like whenever I looked at any issue, any issue, especially like the issue that I was kind of talking about, everything points at everything, right? So this is the biggest issue I saw. I'm like, so the, it's, it's like, it's so hard to pinpoint uh, on a PC, what the issue is. It could always be the RAM, it could always be the CPU, it could always be the power supply, it could be the GPU, it can be the hard drive, or the SSD, or the BIOS, or the motherboard. Like, it can literally be everything. 
And that's kind of what I found frustrating overall that like as a new PC builder, like it makes it so much harder for me to be able to pinpoint. And as you saw the amount of time and money and frustrations that went into figuring out what my, what my issue was. And it turned out to be a faulty GPU from MSI basically, right? So it's like, it, it obviously it does, it, I, I'm sure at some point I might've read that it, it could be the GPU, but obviously there was, that was like one person out of a million. And I'm hoping that me talking about it as well is letting people know if anyone else has this issue, check your GPU, it might be a GPU, right? So that was like one thing uh, I definitely wanted to put in terms of the con. Now I want to go into the pros because as I said, I do have a, a, a big love for PC gaming and I don't know if it's because obviously because of the investment that went into this, the amount of money that went into this, you know, one of the best things about it is that it gives you control over your entire device, right? Like you don't feel that same sort of control when you're playing on your Nintendo Switch or your 3DS or your PS4 or Xbox or anything like that, right? The, like, this feels like my PC, you know, this feels like my gaming PC. Like I built this, I made this, yeah, like, you know, like there's like something about it and it, it's, it's a really, really good feeling, you know, this, this will also increase your knowledge and understanding of your hobby, right? Like this is, I feel like this is always good thing to have in general when it comes to your hobbies or anything, you know, anything that you genuinely enjoy, why not like learn more about it, right? And like, I understand the components so much better now that, you know, when they're announcing all the stuff about PS4 or sorry, PS5 and Xbox Series X, I'm able to understand it, you know, before, uh, before anything, like because just because of my experience with, with building, building a gaming PC. So like, I think that that's also great. It's, it definitely increased my knowledge of PC and just these kind of components in general. Uh, one big thing, of course, as you've noticed probably from, from my Twitch and everything like that, is definitely increased productivity. This has allowed me to do my streaming more efficiently. This has allowed me to work on my blogs. This has allowed me to do my podcast like this. This has allowed me for stuff like other work and email and stuff like that, right? Right. Like I have my laptop, but like I'm thinking my laptop is a little slow. I'm sure if I got a, a better, quicker laptop, you know, that'd be fine. But me, when I sit at this desk, I'm in like work mode. I feel like I'm focused. When I'm on my laptop, obviously if I have a desk and everything like that for my laptop it might be different, but for some reason I just never was able to feel the same way. And like I'm saying, all this is coming from someone that has spent a lot of money on this and has gone through a lot. So I feel like you should also look at it, uh, look at it that way. Um, I also learned to appreciate the work that goes into these products. Like every little thing that they've done, the way they've made this PC, the components, they made it in a way that it's accessible to everyone so that anyone can build it. And you know, you kind of appreciate that. You kind of appreciate like the work that goes into making games and how, how it actually takes advantage of all these components. So that's another thing that I, I kind of started appreciating afterwards. Uh, a big thing is of course, cheaper games. I have noticed that there are a lot of games that are very, very cheap on Steam, Steam sales, um, on stuff like Epic Games or GOG. Uh, there's so many things that you can, there's so many games there that will like, they'll always keep you occupied. And so many times like the, the discounts are crazy. I've never seen discounts like that on my, on my console, right? And this also goes into subscription services. There's so many subscription services like Game Pass, which is also on Xbox, um, like Humble Bundle, and obviously stuff like GeForce Now, which just came out, right? Which allows you to stream your games and stuff like that, especially games that you own on your PC. So there's like a lot of cool services on the PC that, you know, if you do just want to pay $10 a month or whatever, you know, you do actually get a lot of games. You get a lot of value from this for sure. Um, one big thing, of course, is mouse and keyboard. Mouse and keyboard, I have 
scene is actually really good, really good, especially for first-person shooters. Like, I've been playing first-person shooter games on, on mouse and keyboard now, and it is a little hard for me to go back to the console. Like, I can still play it. That's, like, no issue. But I do enjoy mouse and keyboard a lot more. And, you know, obviously, as a console gamer, I know, like, I was always like, mouse and keyboard, whatever, whatever. I don't, who cares, man? Controls are fine. It's all good. But, like, yeah, once I started playing mouse and keyboard, oh, my God, man. Like, wow. Like, it... It changed my perspective on on everyone. Anyone that ever talks about mouse and keyboard, I totally understand what they're talking about. Um, what another thing I noticed nowadays is more and more games, like you've seen with Xbox, are and the, the recent announcement of Horizon Zero Dawn and also Death Stranding. A lot of these games are making their way to PC. So PC has almost become like this hub, you know, this hub of like everything is kind of coming in. All these games from all areas, everything, all consoles that were once exclusives are coming onto PC. So like the, the amount of games available on PC are crazy. And why would I want these games on my PC? It's because they look amazing. This is, I feel like I should start with this, but it's fine. We're here now. But like the games look amazing. They run amazing. And of course, this is also a testament to my GPU and my CPU and stuff like that. But like, you know, running, seeing games run at like 130, 140 frames per second, everything ultra maxed out. You know, I've been playing Sekiro recently quite a bit on, on stream as well. And I played a bit of that on my, on my Xbox, on my Xbox One X, uh, nonetheless, you know, and I've played it on this and wow, it just, it looks amazing. I'm on a 1440p monitor and it looks great. And, you know, I obviously like, I, I definitely want to get a 4K monitor at some point in the future to see, uh, to compare and see how it looks. But like, it looks amazing and it runs amazing. And it kind of goes into my, uh, another pro, which is, uh, customizability. Right, you can customize your game to you. You can change the motion blur. You can uh, make certain textures high, make certain things low. You know, based on what you prefer, what you like, based on how you want to run the game, right? And that's a customizability that I never had in, in any of my console games, right? So that's like a great thing to have, and I think more, more, and more games hopefully should adapt to should have that maybe in console space as well. And it's always great to kind of be able to mess around and just customize it where I'm like, okay, I don't want to have it exceed this frame rate. Or, you know what, I'm going to just put this thing on low, this thing on high, and that overall bumps up the performance of the game. And, you know, on 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 consoles, if the game runs at 20 frames per second or 30 frames per second, like, that's it, sorry. Like, that's it. You got you to gotta get used to that, right? Um, another great thing is PC VR. Like, so the virtual reality stuff, like Oculus and all that stuff on PC are, is just amazing. Like, I've been playing a lot of, a, a, a specific VR cricket game called Cricket Club VR on it. I played, um, I think it's Wilson's Heart. I have Lone Echo uh, readied up and as well. I'm going to try that game too. There's just so much, in terms of VR space, wow, man, PC, because PC, I have a PSVR, so I played v, VR on PlayStation, but man, PC VR is something else and it's so much clearer and like just the, the variety of things like it's just it's just crazy, and I know that PSVR will obviously get there over time as well. But I think that's a big, big pro for for PC. I think maybe because I love um, VR VR so much, and I think one big thing is um, upgradability, right? Like the thing is that I have all this. I can sell these components for quite a bit of. You can still sell. Obviously, you won't get the full amount back, but you can sell these components for quite a bit, and just upgrade. I can just buy a new GPU, right? And I don't have to change anything else. I can. Take my GPU in, give it, get maybe five, six hundred dollars back, spend another three hundred, four dollars, get a new GPU. I can sell my CPU, buy a new CPU. I can add RAM. I can add uh, more space. You know, and there's so much stuff like that that 
allows you to kind of upgrade based on your, you know, your monetary restrictions. If you have the money, you can upgrade right now. You're ready for the next four or five years. And that's like, a, that's a great thing about it too, that when you build a PC, especially if you do build a mid to high end PC, you're honestly like really, really good for four to five years. And you do feel like it's a worthwhile investment. You know, like it's a worthwhile investment where I, because especially in my case, I don't use it mainly for gaming. I use it for other things as well. And it does like, when I look at the amount of time I've spent on this and the stuff that I've done on my PC, I'm like, you know what? This is a worthwhile investment. With consoles, right? Especially like with my Xbox One X, like there's certain times where I'm like, okay, I'm like barely using the consoles. They're just like, I bought them and it, obviously they're not as expensive gaming PCs, but like, you know, like they're just like kind of sitting on the side. So like, and again, this is just me, right? I know I know people use their consoles a lot more than PC sometimes, especially with certain games. Uh, maybe it's just me also going through my gaming lull right now where I'm not able to find a game that I really, really enjoy. But like, that's kind of one thing I also noticed, like, and I, I, you know, of course, like this is again coming from someone who has gone through my experience and and also like, you know, the money I spent on this game, on, on this PC. I will definitely kind of put down all the components in my description for the podcast so you can kind of know what type of PC I have and everything like that. But, you know, I want to, I want to do this kind of episode. Uh, I obviously at this point I have like overall, there's no negativity or no issues in terms of me getting this PC. I look at, I look at everything that happened in the last year as an experience. You know, I, uh, I obviously was frustrated. I didn't, it was not a good time to be honest around that time. I was just, it was, you know, especially when you're so looking forward to finally being able to use your PC or, or finally you can say that I have a gaming PC and you're not able to use it for so long and just being generally scared, you know, like to use it because you're so worried that something's going to break. But I want to do an episode like this because I thought it'd be cool to kind of go to have episodes like, like this called story time, where I just kind of talk about some experiences of mine on the gaming space because I, you know, obviously like my other podcast is usually between 35 to 40 minutes, sometimes an hour. I'm not really able to kind of go into the nitty gritty of, of my own experience. So, you know, please let me know what you think about it. Email me, uh, message me on Instagram if you would like. Everything is in my in my description, by the way, the, all the social media stuff, you know. And again, uh, you can email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about this type of uh, type of episode. This was obviously a free flowing. I didn't really have any notes. I just kind of went with it. So you could kind of tell that I was kind of going left and right. But you know what? I hope you enjoyed. I will definitely, I definitely want to do more of these. So let me know if there's specific things you want to know about me, specific things you want me to go over. And yeah, if anyone is looking to build a B, build a PC, message me. I, I, I can definitely help you. I can definitely let you know what components to look for. Or if you do have any issues, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to troubleshoot. I feel like I have a vast knowledge. I Obviously, I should not say that because I'll probably get something wrong. But I feel like I do have a good amount of knowledge to be able to help people with this. So thank you everyone for joining today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and this type of episode. Uh, let me know what you think. I hope to see everyone next week and we'll continue with our regular episodes next week. Bye everyone.